You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to BGN Radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and Jimmy Kemsky. going on this is bgn radio episode number 264 i'm jimmy kemsky from phillyvoice.com with me as always is brandon lee galton of bleedinggreennation.com i'm talking very fast because we have a heart out brandon has a podcast to record after this he's too good for me uh he his loyalties lie with cowboys fan rj ochoa of the nfc east mixtape how dare you good sir uh, but we have a decent amount to get to. Uh, in addition to the practice, we learned that Jason Kelsey had uh, surgery on his elbow today. Uh, but before we get to that, I know that I need to hear about meat snacks and where I can get them. Well, Jimmy, uh, on a day like today, we're honestly, in full transparency, feel kind of zapped. So I'm going to do my best to bring the juice okay. here, but the heat. It's very hot today, hottest practice maybe we've ever attended at an Eagles training camp. It has to be up there in the top five, at least. Uh, really brutal out there today. And, you know, I'm, I'm feeling zapped. I could use uh, an energy boost, you know, something, you know, you could use a snack. And what better way to get some protein into my system than by going to righttosellin.com and using discount code BGN20 for 20% off your order. I saw some people on Twitter, Jimmy, uh, in addition to the people who have been tweeting at me and, and you know showing us they've gotten some righteous felon with the discount code. I've seen other people being like, oh, you know, I've been meaning to try that. It's like, now's now the time not. because this it's 20% it. off. It's your chance. BGN20 for 20% off before it goes down to 15 again. So do that at righteousfelon.com today. So uh, as we mentioned, Jason Kelsey, the team classified it as a quote-unquote, routine clean-out. Uh, as Zach Berman mentioned in the uh, media house after practice, the great Bob Ford of the Inquirer used to say, and they didn't use this phrase, minor surgery, but he used to always say, yeah, it's a minor surgery if it's not you having it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, is, he's having a scope on his elbow, uh, more, uh, I guess, more specifically, and a scope is a surgery. Um Shouldn't be out too long. The uh, mm. the over. I, I mean, I, I had a source tell me that he'll probably be back in time for uh, the the Eagles' Week One game in Detroit against uh, the Lions. It looks like some other reporters uh, had heard the same. So I don't think it's that um, that alarming of uh, an injury. Of course, Jason Kelsey has the second longest um, uh, Ironman streak in the NFL. Uh, behind Jake Matthews, I believe, at 122 games. So uh, he has been as durable a player as one could hope for uh, over his NFL career. 
I don't think that this is the kind of injury that's going to keep him out. But if he does happen to miss a game, uh, again, unlikely. Uh, they do have Cam Jurgens, who they drafted uh, in the second round. You and I both, um, you know, question the uh, the use of resources on a center when you already have one that's as durable as Kelsey. Uh, feeling the Eagles probably feel a little more secure that they have him now. Uh, but again, it's it's a it's it's a minor surgery. Uh, hat tip to Bob Ford on that one, but uh, he should be back in time for 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 any meaningful games. Yes, I don't know that it's time to press the panic button by any mm-hmm. means, but I would say it's less than ideal. In you know the terms of like, okay, you can spin this as a positive where well now Cam Jurgens is going to get some first team reps, and Jason Kelsey didn't really need him anyway. He was really wasn't going to play much in the preseason anyway. But, I mean, he's going to be out for a little bit, which kind of sets his conditioning back at least a little bit. So that's not necessarily great. And then I guess you might wonder, okay, does this surgery like definitely clear up everything he's got going on with his elbow? Or does it continue to be an issue? At some, does it pop up again down the road? I think it's fair to wonder um, about that. Obviously, hopefully not. I do think... Uh, it's it's a little interesting that I saw some people talking about how the snaps were low for Jalen Hurts on Sunday evening, the practice at the link. So I guess well, that might have which, been related. We don't know which elbow it is, right? I guess not. But either way, it seems like that might have been an issue, might have been a factor uh, in, into the equation here. So, yeah, not, not – I mean, if he doesn't miss any time, great. But, uh, you know, it could have been worse, but also it doesn't seem like – the best thing. So in the media house, Ed Kratz, who sits next, who sits, who's in the cubicle next to me, he was pulling up training camp pictures of Kelsey, and he had a wrap on his left elbow, which would be mm. his non-snapping elbow, I think. Um, so uh, I think it's the other. I think it's his non-snapping arm. So, okay. so I don't know uh, how much, I mean, he, he's had stretches of his career where he's, you know, not snapped well, even later in his career, like when he's been an all pro player, he has some bad snaps sometimes. So I don't think that's sure. necessarily the impetus for uh, the snaps that he, the, the, you know, the low snap, I guess the, the snap on the play where Hertz hit Brown on that 30 yard deep pass. I think that was a low snap and he adjusted and, and fired the ball. Anyway, um, let's get to the practice notes. Um, Gardner Minshew is my first, uh, mm. note here. Yep. He's had a, he's a rough camp <laughs> and, uh, he had a rough day today in seven on sevens. You don't see a lot of interceptions during those drills, you know, here and there, but he had interceptions. Were they on consecutive reps? Cause I was trying to pay attention not, to two different things. Like every other one it was pretty close together. Yeah. But one, the first one was, uh, I, I mean, you know, admittedly a, a nice play by Kayvon Wallace to uh, break up the pass, ball shot up in the air, picked off by Davion Taylor. And then whether it was the next player or a play later, um, he got picked off by Josiah Scott. So he's turned the ball over quite a bit uh, in training camp mm-hmm. here so far and just hasn't really looked all that sharp. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine that his number two spot uh, in, in the quarterback room is in any kind of peril at this point. But it is worth noting that he has been, I mean, very clearly outplayed by Reed Sinet. My guess is that Minshew is probably going to get a lot of playing time uh, against the Jets in this first preseason game. And uh, they're going to hope that he can sort of 
work out the cobwebs and um, mm-hmm. kind of sharpen up by the time they might need him during the regular season. So I think he's probably going to get more playing time in these preseason games coming up than maybe the team had originally prepared to give him. I agree with that. I don't think Minshew is going to lose the number two role, but I think Sinet has done almost everything he's possibly could with the group he has uh, to close the gap. So I I think if it continues into the preseason games, then we, yeah, we might be having more of a conversation and into the joint training camp practices too. If Minshew continues to like turn the ball over and really struggle and Sinet is looking legitimately like good, then I think that does kind of become more of a conversation, but we're not there just yet Uh, for now. I, I agree. That is disappointing that, it's Gardner Minshew's first off season with the team. You know, it's like his first chance to kind of, uh, you know, impress the people here a little mm-hmm. bit, or, or at least like, you know, people around the league. Like it's, it's an opportunity for him as opposed to like being in the right this team with the regular season last year. And you can't really do a whole lot. He got in for one game and he did well in that opportunity, but you know, the opportunities are limited and he has a good one here and he's kind of squandering it. So unfortunate for him. Next note I have here uh, is, well, first of all, we should note that like this practice wasn't super um, lively, I guess. Well, it wasn't, they, they didn't have a lot of yeah. competitive sessions. They worked on a lot of like situational stuff. First of all, they, they uh, the offense was like backed up uh, against their own goal line on, on parts of it, but they were working on situational things like um, uh four minute drill, for example, where they're trying to get first downs, make sure they get down inbounds and keep the clock running. And I thought that was interesting because, um, it reminded me, of course, of the game last year against Carolina. I went back and looked it up um, when Miles Sanders <laughs> ran out of bounds. Like they were trying to kill the clock in that game, and Miles Sanders ran out of bounds in the four-minute drill twice. <laughs> like he did it the one time, and I was like, what are you doing? And then he did it again on the same drive. They wound yeah. up uh, closing out that game by basically running it down the Panthers' throats and killing the clock. But uh, Sanders made it a little bit, a little bit more difficult than it needed to be. Uh, and unsurprisingly, he was a part of that drill uh, today. So kudos to Nick Sirianni for recognizing a situation last year that uh, maybe they were unprepared for. I don't know. Uh, but they, he made sure that they practiced that during training camp today to not have a repeat of uh, that Panthers, the end of that Panthers game. We only have three healthy running backs on the roster right now because in addition to, you know, we mentioned Kelsey being added to the injury report. Kenny Gainwell is also on there with, I believe, a groin Mm -hmm. issue. Um, So he's missing some time right now. That really just leaves Miles Sanders, who continues to look good, to be clear, running the football. Thought he had another good day today. Uh, And then my guy, Jason Huntley, is the number two right now. And then Kennedy Brooks. So... Assuming Boston Scott, who has been dealing with the concussion and Gainwell missed some time here, at least the first preseason game, it's really only going to be Huntley and and Brooks who are, who are going to be running the football. So opportunities for both of them to step up. I thought Huntley had some good runs. I thought he looked really fast again uh, on a toss play specifically. I think that's like a good play to get him involved on taking advantage of his speed, getting him out to the corner there. Um, yeah, that's all I had on the on that it was to your point a very like dry kind of not a lot of juice to this practice i think uh elliot uh sure parks had jalen hurts is like 10 of 12 which seems good it's like oh okay you know he only had two incompletions but did they have like 70 yards of offense in this practice today i i i, I had i feel like hurts had about like 
six yards per attempt at, at most. Yeah, as long as we're on Hertz, we may as well just do stock up, stock down, stock neutral. Um, for me, it's stock neutral. It's not because he didn't have a good day or whatever. Um, as you mentioned, he had a low number of pass attempts. They didn't have a lot of uh, 11 on 11s today, so not really a ton to even evaluate from him. No wow throws. Also, no bad results when he threw. Uh, they did a lot of running today, so really just kind of default uh, stock neutral today, not because he played badly or or it's not because he you know didn't play well. What should we get to next here? Um, I'm looking at my notes. It's very light. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at like Zach Pascal had a good win and hand catch in seven on seven. Yep. Like, okay, that's it's nice to see, especially because he missed most of camp. Good, good for him. Um, hurts through the AJ Brown a lot. Maybe we should just <laughs> go through the injuries real quick too, because they're piling up in addition to Jason Kelsey. And I don't think any of these are really, uh, you know, super um alarming injuries but Devonte smith has missed four practices now mm-hmm. and certainly i think that is a big reason why we've talked so much about how much jalen hurts is targeting aj brown that continued by the way today in, in the limited throws that hurts made like a ton of them went to aj brown once again uh maybe that'll change when Devonte comes back but it is kind of, kind of an interesting um thing to wonder if Devonte comes back and he's just not getting that many targets and they're all going to AJ. At what point does he start to get frustrated by uh, his lack of targets in the offense? Um, you mentioned Kenny Gamewell already. Uh, that's a hip injury. Not a, not a, would you say it was a, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hip. Whatever. It doesn't matter, but it's a hip injury. Raven Clark's thought the, the good news is that all these other guys are, are kind of like um, backups or people that won't make the team. I guess Boston Scott is still out with a concussion. That's noteworthy, uh, again, as you mentioned. But the two guys that I, I think matter quite a bit are Andre Dillard and Jordan Mailata, both with concussions. They were at least limited today, so they're back a little bit, uh, whereas they had been they had missed, I guess, like three practices or so, something like that. Uh, but they they're back they're back in a limited capacity. I would imagine they'll be good to go for the Eagles' first preseason game, which, again, is Friday against the Jets. I wanted to mention really quick, I thought Josh Job had a good day for the third day in a row, really, kind of stacking mm-hmm. some positive practices here. He punched the ball out on Dick Rod for either a fumble or a pass breakup, depending on how many steps he got. I don't remember off the top of my head, but let's just say it was a fumble. I think he also got on the ball, too, right away. So I thought that was really a nice, heady play from a rookie, undrafted rookie player. Uh, who, again, has kind of stood out and done some nice things recently. So that's all I've really got. Interesting. He's an interesting undrafted guy, too, because he's from Bama. So he came right. from a huge program and was a, a notable player there. It wasn't like he was some scrub there. He, he was a player most people assumed was going to get drafted. I think people had him rated as high as like a fourth round pick, potentially. Um, and for whatever reason, he went undrafted. I don't know what that was. But uh, he, he was he one of the guys that got one of the bigger guaranteed I don't think so. Uh, no? Con- okay. Not as big as Carson Strong, certainly. Mm-hmm. By the way, who Carson Strong, we mentioned Reed Sedan and Gardner Minshew already. <laughs> Carson Strong is basically getting like no reps these days. He got a few in seven-on-sevens at the open practice a couple, like, uh, two nights ago. Um, yeah. But today, did he get anything today? I, not that I remember. Maybe one or two at most. Certainly not going to make the team. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he. I mean, he would have to have some crazy 
good preseason. And based on what we've seen in practice so far, I don't see that happening. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that he'll even it, is uh, for me. There's a question on whether he'll even make the practice squad because sure. um, if they keep three quarterbacks, I mean, I guess the practice squad is still big. Like yeah. there's 16, 16 players, players that'll be on it. So it's not hard to fit them in if they really want to keep them and develop them. But I think that's actually a question now where it was maybe just a given that he would at least be on the practice squad. They did, they did, they did guarantee him a lot of money. So mm-hmm. if they waived him and some other team claimed him, then I think the Eagles <laughs> would be fine with that because they would move that money on to somebody else. Uh, but he's been, I mean, I don't want to pick on an undrafted guy, but he has been for an undrafted guy. He did come in with some hype and, and he hasn't lived up to that so far. He just looks young, honestly, like standing next to him for the interview the other mm-hmm. day. Like he just looks like very, it doesn't look like a, a grown man yet and like ready. Like he, I think he could use some, and I don't know if he's ever actually going to be a good player, but I, I I really think he could use a season on the practice squad and then maybe we see what he looks like in another year or two. Um, all right. Why don't we take a break here? But before okay. we do, we'll hear about Christian Roach of Roach Realtors. 856 is where you can reach Christian Roach of Roach Realtors. If you're looking to buy or sell your home again, I'll just make this brief 856 906 9295. Brandon, back after this. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. 
back here on BGN Radio. Jimmy, it's time to get into our second half segment. Is that Charlie? Charlie's excited for the second half of this podcast. Um, Who isn't? We already kind of tipped our hand. Jalen Hurts, stock even. That's a consensus. It's really, I mean, like you said, there's nothing especially great, nothing especially bad. This wasn't really a practice where we learned a whole lot about Jalen Hurts. It's just kind of down the middle day. Uh, Multiple reporters had the same thing to say when I asked them. I asked a couple fans. Uh, Shout out to Mark and David, who said hi to me along the sideline today. I asked them what they thought of Hurts. Everyone was agreeing stock even. So, boom. Okay. Who is your MVP, Jimmy? I mean, there's not a lot to choose from (laughs) on either side, really. But uh, I guess I'll go BG uh, once again. He had... um, a nice tackle for loss on a run play. He had a sack during 11 on 11s. He got the ball out. <laughs> he did. And that's actually a no, no, obviously right. in these practices, you don't want to make contact with the quarterback at all, but yeah, he did have a, a sack slash fumble uh, force fumble. Um, like he did in the super bowl. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, nah, he's been, he's, he's had a great camp. Obviously we've talked about him a lot on the podcast, but he was, I, th- I thought those two plays that he made, are uh, good enough for me on a on a light day. Brandon Graham is looking like a man on a mission. That's how I would describe his effort okay. in training camp. It looks like he's really incredibly motivated, and I have him as well. It's not like there are a lot of other strong contenders, but I think he deserves it because he's been really good consistently this summer. It's not even like you know he brought it early in camp and now he's kind of coasting just to like prove you know hey I'm back. But now I can kind of coast. Like no, he, there's no coasting going on at all. He's he's giving it everything he's got. And he deserves an MVP point, which is really funny because I don't think any of us would have him here heading into this training camp and not even like doubting him necessarily, just not thinking like he would even be a player who would be able to get MVP points because we already know what he is. But right. again, I think there's a there's a scenario here where he kind of has a career year, at least a really, really strong year for this team. So good signs for Brandon Graham. I think we're, we might have the same LVP too, and it's yeah. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, he just he continues to struggle. Turnovers, maybe not entirely both his fault today, but there, I think there was some blame to be had. Uh, my play of the day, leading right into that, was Kayvon Wallace with me too. Timing pass breakup. Okay, yep. so really, what a a chalk day. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was probably his biggest play that he's ever made in an Eagles uniform practice or game that I can really remember okay. off the top of my head, at least. I think he had a nice play as a gunner one time in a game, in a real game. Okay. Well on defense, um, let's say, <laughs> but yeah, on defense probably is, is, is yeah, his best play. Uh, but yeah. And you know, we, we've noted that uh, he has, you know, not done enough uh, to make the roster so far with Marcus Epps and Anthony Harris and Andre Sachere and Joukowsky uh, Tart. Really, Jawaski's heart hasn't really done anything either. He mm-hmm. missed today's practice because of a, a, a personal reason, but Second even before that, he hasn't done much. I think he's going to get a little bit of leeway because they signed him right before the start of training camp. Not maybe not right before, but a few weeks before the start of training camp. He, didn't, he wasn't here for OTAs or anything like that. Um, so maybe he gets some leeway in terms of not knowing the defense, you know, picking things up on the fly. Um, anyway, uh, not to get too off topic here, but. Um, Kaylin Wallace, like I said, just hasn't done much, and those guys all seem to be ahead of that, ahead of him at this point. So good to see him, you know, make a big play. 
on on defense today and you know create a turnover again. Davion Taylor caught his pass breakup uh, for an inter- Davion Taylor's had a has a nice has had a nice camp too. In fact, he's had a yeah. bunch of interceptions on tipped passes, which is yeah. part luck, but also he's aware. Well, it's yeah. like a good sign for his awareness, it, which I think it. was his. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest concern in his game is just his general awareness. So, um, just the idea that he's he's been, um, you know, sort of alert and 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 aware when when the ball has popped up in the air and he's made plays on it is a good sign, I think. I mean, we've seen linebackers too. Sorry, Nigel Bradham, who was a good player for a little bit there for the <laughs> Eagles, but I mean, he had really bad hands. Couldn't catch. That was an issue. He, yeah, he like. <laughs> Davion Taylor can, from what we've seen. So there you go. Yeah. I'm actually going to switch my play of the day to the Josh Job thing because I don't think Kayvon deserved. It was so good. It was he deserves a double, uh, double okay. up there. And I think Joe, like that play, was a little bit underrated, especially given uh, how he's an undrafted rookie free agent and he's been looking good the past three practices. So I want to give him some credit in these standings. Ooh, Charlie um, likes that pick. He he he's, <laughs> he is on board with that. So all right, uh, that's the show for today, Tuesday, August 9th. Eagles will be back with another training camp practice starting at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. And then they will be having a walkthrough on Thursday before their first preseason game against the J-E-T-S Jets 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 on Friday. So that's what's coming up. Um, Any final thoughts, Jimmy? Uh, We did have some technical difficulties on this podcast. So if it sounded weird at any point, uh, our apologies. I'm sure Rachelle, who does an amazing job of editing our podcasts, uh, will make it as good as it can be. <laughs> but uh, apologies if, if there uh, is some sort of weirdness at one point in the podcast. Speaking of Rachelle, our wonderful editor here, uh, everyone go wish her happy birthday. If you didn't already, belated birthday um, over the weekend. So uh, we love Rachelle. She does a great job, as Jimmy said. And go show her some love, too, by tweeting at her, at Rachel Monique, giving her a follow, saying happy birthday. I'm sure that would make her day, even though it's a couple of days late. It wouldn't hurt to give a nice little belated birthday to her. So shout out to Rachel. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all I've got, too. I'm kind of, again, I feel like I'm kind of cooked here with the heat (laughs) and everything. Um, this is, I got one thing actually. Okay. So, uh, the, uh, a writer interview that I did today, I did, I, I talked to Rube today. Yes. And, that was a good uh, one. I, I asked him who like, he's covered, he's covered the Eagles since 1988 or 87. So he's the longest tenured beat writer now with Paul Domowicz having, um, you know, re, I don't know if retired is the right word, but isn't a regular on the beat anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, I asked him who the biggest jerk, uh, he ever covered was. And spoiler, he hates Bill Romanowski. <laughs> so that was a fun part of the conversation. But uh, but yeah, he was he was a good interview today. So uh, check that out as well. I know your answer is Babin, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I even I asked Rube about that because he and he and Babin, I remember, had a little thing in the in a locker room after a game one time. Um, but he and he said, yeah, he said he didn't like Babin, but. He said at one time Babin was fine when he wasn't a good player. And right. then the first time. when he became a good player, he turned into a dick. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh uh he at least gave Babin some like not at the like not Bill Romanowski level uh when he was a bad player and he felt like he had to be polite to people. 
Yeah, but he said that might be worse because it was like an act. It was like a put on, and he, you know, whereas <laughs> right. Romanowski, at least like it was like that's just who he was. So he just was yes. that. That's uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a really good answer for me because um, I didn't. I can't say Babin because I wasn't here for that. Uh, or mm-hmm. right, right. So it was twenty thirteen. He wasn't around in twenty thirteen. No, I got one for your tenure. Yeah. You know, who? underrated, Demarco Murray. Demarco, well, Riley Cooper, yeah, for sure. I mean, even beyond like the racist stuff and whatever, like he was, he was, a, he was kind of a, he was kind of a jerk in the locker room too. Yeah, Demarco Murray was was not cool. True. <laughs> yeah, I just, I probably that that feels surreal. It feels surreal that Demarco Murray was even an eagle at this point, where yeah. it's like whatever, how many years it is now, seven removed. Like that just feels like ages ago. He did not want to be here. It was weird because no. I feel like he wasn't thought of that way in Dallas. But I think he was just unhappy when he was here. Yep. Um, he took the money and run or slid yep. in, in the Dolphins game, at least. <laughs> That's uh, well done. Like that. <laughs> thank you. Um, all right. That's it for BGN Radio episode 264. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon Gouton, Jimmy Kemsky on Twitter and Instagram at Jimmy Kemsky. You can check out righteousfelon.com if you're looking to get some meat snacks or non meat snacks. The website is free. You want to go to rightsellin.com and use discount code BGN20 for 20% off your order of what you find on the site. You can call or text the following phone number. 856-906-9295. If you're looking to buy, sell, rent a house from Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors and RoachRealtors.com. We'll be back with you for a practice recap podcast on Wednesday. And that's when we'll talk to you next. Goodbye, everybody. P-G-N. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.